Welcome, everybody, back to Wrestling Overtime. I'm your host, Oscar Rendon. And with me, as always, is the one, the only, the despicable, the horrible, the ugly. Oh, that's, that's a lie. He's not ugly. If anything, he's kind of cute. <laughs> Timmy, tap yeah. out. That, uh, you know, like a full 360 there. 360, bro. That's how I do it. 360. Actually, that's a, that's a 180. 180. It's a 180. 360, I would have landed back to ugly. Because <laughs> you were saying a lot of mean things about me just now. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do. Turn and heal. We're live on the podcast. You know, I tease being a heel, and then I go back to babyface, you know? Yeah. I pull a, I pull a big show on you. <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot of turns. It's a lot of turns. A lot of twists and turns. <laughs> we'll see how many times I turn on this podcast. <laughs> you might beat big show's record. Maybe. Who we'll knows? see. We'll see. But anyways... <clears throat> We're we're hosting this episode of Wrestling Overtime because Timmy Tapout has some thoughts, some opinions about Survivor Series War Games this year. So Timmy Tapout, Tim Roth, you have the floor. All right, check it out, guys. Check it. I got a little bit of a beef. Beef? Beef. What kind of beef? <laughs> <laughs> that. That uncooked beef. <laughs> the beef that nobody wants to eat. That raw beef? <laughs> I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because you started laughing. <laughs> Just the way you said it. I didn't think I said anything funny. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Give us the beef. So <laughs> We about to cook this beef. <laughs> it's sizzling. It's sizzling, bro. <laughs> you hear that? It's sizzling and I'm hungry. <laughs> All right, look. Give, give us that sizzle. Look, look, look. <sighs> All right. Okay. So, the topic. <laughs> war games, okay? <laughs> We're talking about war games. My problem. What's your problem? Is that <sighs> Seth Rollins is not defending his world title. Now, that might not be a problem to a lot of people, but it is for me because it's another PLE that Roman Reigns is not on defending his title. So, in my mind, in my opinion, I feel like Seth Rollins should be defending his title. Hmm. There should be at least one main title on the line. And, like... As cool as it'll be to see Seth in the War Games match, because I'm sure, you know, he'll be great, like he always is. But I'm just tired of titles not being defended. And I shouldn't say that about Seth Rollins necessarily, because he's been defending it on most PLEs since he's won. And even on uh, an episode of Raw a week or two ago against Sami Zayn. Yeah, this past week. But, I don't know, Survivor Series, one of the big four, and... I don't know. That's just that's how I feel. I would like to get your thoughts. If um, I mean, Crown Jewel and Survivor Series are so close to each other that I think it kind of warrants it not having to be defended. I think. I think uh, they are planning for the story rather than the matches, and I think it's you know the story of Randy Orton coming back. So suddenly you have a new contender for the World Heavyweight Championship, possibly, with, with uh, Randy and Rollins. Possibly Randy and Roman, if, if Randy just 
decides to go to SmackDown after War Games. Who knows? We don't know yet. <clears throat> but um, I think I still think there might be a world title match. There's always that option of the of of uh, the cashing, seeing your money in the bank, Damian Priest. So I don't know. It's ooh, sorry guys, it was a burp. My bad. Um, I still think you know there's a possibility that there might be a world mat- a world title match. It's just not advertised because uh, it's going to be a surprise. You never know. Yeah. You never know. I could see that. I uh, I can understand that uh, thought process, but just like as soon as they announced that Rollins was going to be in the War Games match, I'm like, Man, another title not being defended. You know? Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. You know. Uh, let's let's not uh, overreact just yet. You know. All right. I, I'm not trying to overreact. Just uh, you know, let give. the let the beef cook. You know. Wait, it ain't done yet. It ain't done. It's medium rare. We gotta let it cook for another couple weeks, I guess, huh? When, if we want this well done, we gotta let it cook. Let it cook. All right. <clears throat> All right. You're, asking, you're asking for the beef way in advance. You know, I just put it on the grill. We just put it on the grill. It's fresh out the freezer. <laughs> you know, it's 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 barely thought out. Let it cook. Um, yeah, I mean that's my that's my thoughts. I think um, I think I th- I think. It, it, maybe we don't need a world title match. I feel because also, <clears throat> if there's a world title match, people will, will want Seth to drop it immediately. I feel like I got that vibe around Crown Jewel. I feel I feel like people are ready for Seth to drop it, and I think if we have another match where he doesn't drop it, people might start to turn on him. You know, and I think the best way to kind of keep that momentum from not happening from creating the opposite momentum and having people kind of still on board with Seth Rollins as the world champ is to put him in war games, you know, have him around, have him surrounded by, by probably bigger baby faces than him. Cody Rhodes, Jey Uso, Sami Zayn, and Randy Orton. Uh, yeah. I think it just depends on who his <clears throat> opponent is like drew. Uh, uh, a lot of people are ready for drew to be champion. Yeah. So Seth was kind of, uh, there were still people behind Seth, but I think more so behind drew. Yeah. Um, and also since becoming world champion, I think Seth has been, he's defended against Finn two or three times already. Um, so he's been in this long-term feud with the judgment day. So mm-hmm. now that I'm sitting here kind of mm-hmm. thinking about it, like it, it does make sense for him to be in this war games match and yeah. like not necessarily have an advertised title match. Um, so I guess I can see it from that point of view. Yeah. And besides yeah. even, uh, you know, in the past, there have been, you know, Survivor Series, uh, you know, uh, pay-per-views, PLEs, however you want to call them now, where um, there weren't even world title matches. It was just WWE champ versus world champ. No titles were on the line. It was just for, you know, at that point when Survivor Series really was the SmackDown versus Raw, you know, it was just about brand supremacy and who had the better champ, you know. So I think this is like a nice supplement for that. You know, where he doesn't have to defend it. <clears throat> but, we, you know, obviously Roman isn't going to be there. Or I think that's the rumor. So we don't know yet. Again, people are saying he's not going to be there. But are we for sure about that? Do we know that 100%? I feel like that's probably true. Because you only got two more SmackDowns until Survivor Series. So yeah. there wouldn't be enough time to really build <clears throat> anything up for him. Unless it's a rematch with LA Knight. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't see that happening. 
Yeah, I don't either. No. If anything, I see possibly L.A. Knight versus Jimmy Uso or Solo Sokoa. Most likely Jimmy. I think that's being advertised for SmackDown <clears throat> this week, uh, this week actually. Mm-hmm. LA Knight versus Jimmy. Hmm. Okay. Well, then we'll see. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, but we already know there's going to be a women's war games. It's, it's, I feel like it's being set up with, um, with uh, Bailey, Asuka, Io, and Kyrie Sane. Is Dakota Kai cleared to go? Like, is she cleared? Not that I know of. I guess they could clear her, like, right before. Like, I don't know how much time she was given for this uh, rehab. I don't know. But, um, I mean, is it for sure going to be five on five? I mean, I guess it would have to be. five on five, yeah. Because they haven't really announced it for the men's side yet. So, if they do announce it for the men's side, then they would have to do the same for the women. Yeah, because I think the women right now, I think it's Bianca, Charlotte... I don't know who else is on that team. Shotzi, probably. Shotzi, yeah, because she was she was there. She got attacked. Um, you could throw a, a Jade. Jade, possibly, yeah. She could make her debut at the War Games. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but then who would be the fifth? Mm, Becky? Becky. Maybe. Yeah. Mm, maybe. Maybe she goes over. I don't know. But it's kind of like... Um, <clears throat> SmackDown exclusive. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see who they recruit. Yeah. I mean, who else is on SmackDown? That's a woman. That's- you got Zelina. They're not really doing it. She's just kind of with the LWL. Yeah. I feel like they should be doing more with her. Yeah. Um, you can't really think of anybody else. No, I can't either. You that's, know? That's sad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's sad. Um, maybe Meechin? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I have no idea. It's a possibility. Um, but uh but yeah, I mean, it it just all depends unless they decide to call up somebody from NXT, you know. So, who knows. Yeah. Uh I think um I don't know. I I feel like this Survivor series is uh I mean, it's coming along, you know. It's building up, but uh, uh I don't know about you, but I'm not as excited, you know. I think I don't know. I, I'm sure it'll be a great show. I just don't, I'm not as excited as I would want to be. I'm excited <laughs> just based on rumors and speculation of what's going to happen. Yeah. And uh, like even just this War Games match with the men alone that's been announced. Like even that just by itself, I'm pretty excited about because it makes sense. It's the story that's going on with the Judgment Day <clears throat> and. Um, so that I'm pretty excited about. Um, but yeah, they need to... Like, the women's side is kind of shaping up a little bit. But, I mean, we still have another uh, two full weeks of shows yeah. for them to build every, everything up and announce more things. Yeah, we got time. But, uh, I mean, if anything, I think what I'm excited for on the women's side is <clears throat> is the possibility of uh, EO, Asuka, and Kyrie turning on... Uh, Bailey and Dakota, you know. So you think Bailey, like Dakota, is going to stick with Bailey? I think so. You know, because I, I feel like I feel like uh, the the Japanese women should be a trio. I mean, you know, it, I feel like it'd be odd to have Dakota Kai with them. You yeah. know, because then yeah, because then Bailey would be by herself with nobody. Yeah, 
So I think um, it'll be one of those things where if they turn on Bailey and they give Dakota Kai a choice of either joining them or turning on Bailey too, I have a feeling Dakota will choose Bailey if that's the way the story's going. Not 100% sure, but, you know, nine times out of ten, uh, I get things right. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Yeah, I do think it's time for Bailey to switch sides a little bit and go back to the uh, the baby face. Not not the hugger per se. Yeah. But just a more serious uh, like baby face role. Like um, maybe that's how they reintroduce Dakota back into the fold as an active performer is when they introduce this possible storyline that you're just uh, talking about. Yeah. And then. Boom, Dakota Boom. joins with Bailey and Boom. Yeah, so you got Kyrie, EO, and uh Asuka. Three. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean you can't because then nobody's gonna want to team with Bailey after everything she did there <laughs> with damage control. <laughs> yeah. She's, yeah. She's gonna be the G, the Jey Uso of SmackDown. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I don't trust her. I don't trust this Bailey. Um yeah. Uh, what else? I think uh, Zoe Stark is facing Rhea Ripley for the women's world title. Oh, that's true. You I know? totally forgot about that. Which I thought, who did I think was going to win? I thought, um, what's her face? Uh, Nia Jax? No. The other, the other girl from Australia. What's her name? Indy Hartwell. I thought she was going to win that, that battle royal. I forgot who was in there other than Zoe and Nia. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> wasn't Becky in there? She was, and then she got attacked by Zia Lee. Mm. You know, when you get attacked, you, you get taken out of the match. It just happens. Nothing you can do about it. Nothing you can do about it. <laughs> you're out. <laughs> you know, two strikes are out. That's how, you, <laughs> that's how wrestling works. That's how wrestling works. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I think it's shaping up, but I just don't think it's as exciting. Um, you know. Uh, but who knows? Maybe it might be one of the better shows of the year. Who knows? It could be. It could not be. I don't know. I think it will be. We'll I, I've been excited about it. I just wanted to get here. You just wanted to get here? I do. All right. Well, then we'll, 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 we, we've got another two weeks. Let's fast forward time. We got a time machine. If I can turn back time, I would turn it back forward. That made a lot of sense. It did. <laughs> to me. I got it. If I could turn back time, I would turn it back forward. So it's not going back. It's going forward. Two plus two equals two. <laughs> That's Steiner, man. Steiner, man. If I could go back in time and wrestle for the WWE Championship, I'd, I'd be two-time WWE Champion. <laughs> Even though I won it for the first time, but it'd be two times because I did it two times. So I'd be two-time. But now I'm back and forward in the future where I've won it one time, so I'm still two-time, which makes me a three-time WWE Champion. <laughs> I'm going back to WWE so I can win the WCW title. So that'll make me a four-time champion. But when, when I go back to the present, I'll be five-time. But when I lose the title again and then win it back again, my odds, my odds go way down. <laughs> oh, man. I feel like Steiner Math is just fun to do. It's just always fun. That should be a class, like an actual class. Steiner Math? What, uh, what class are you taking this semester? Taking Steiner Math. That's some hard oh, shit. Man, that's some hard shit. Yeah, Steiner, man, that's that's one of the best philosophers of our time. <laughs> and 
That's going to be a tough one to get past. One of our ba- <laughs> one of the greatest mathematicians to ever live. <laughs> Man, math was already a hard subject for me. Then I took Steiner math. <laughs> I didn't even know. Failed immediately. <laughs> it's like I thought trigonometry was hard. Steiner math. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like I discovered time travel with Steiner math. <laughs> Yeet. Yeah. Um. What else? I feel like uh, it's been a slow week for wrestling news. There hasn't been a lot going on. Um, uh, what what else? Um, um, I think Vince. Uh, this is this was reported a couple of days ago that Vince is selling uh, eight point four million dollars worth of stock. I did see that. You know, uh, like it's just like it's just more further proof that uh, he's losing control of WWE and. Uh, him selling to TKO to Endeavor was uh, foolish. You know, he just wanted his power back. That's what people are saying. That's not what I'm saying, but it could be true what he's saying. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, whenever Vince is gone, it won't be in the hands of a McMahon. That's crazy to think about. You know, so when the day comes that uh, Vince, uh, you know, Vince croaks, <laughs> you know? kicks the bucket, kicks the bucket. You know, sees them pearly gates. Maybe they're not. Maybe not so pearly. I don't know. But whenever, uh, you know, whenever After everything he's done in his life, whenever he takes that final nap, <laughs> he uh, McMahon will no longer be in any kind of control of WWE. You know, and who knows? Who knows where the WWE ends up after that? You know, could have left it for his uh, grandchildren, but dude was selfish. Do wanted power, do wanted control back, and uh, now it's uh, now it belongs to a to a conglomerate, to a company. Always losing it all. Yeah, so uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see. We'll see uh, what happens with this. You know whether or not he starts selling even more stock, whether he loses more uh, interest in in his uh, uh, stakes of the company. Uh, but it's looking more and more like he's losing power. And uh, I know a lot of people are celebrating preemptively. I know people are excited about it. I know that they're, you know, they're, they're saying hooray. But at the same time, guys, we've also got to acknowledge, you know, take that from Roman Reigns. We got, we've also got to acknowledge the fact that without Vince, WWE doesn't exist. So it's, you know, it's a double-edged sword. It's like... Yes, he was, you know, selfish and, and wanting to have control over the company that he built, you know. Um, but that's what happens when you make your company, uh, what's it called, a uh, uh, public, was it public company for trade? Uh, like whenever he did that in the early two thousands. Yeah, publicly traded. Publicly traded company, yeah. and uh, <clears throat> you know, when you do some naughty things, people don't like that. No, no, no. Real freaking naughty. Naughty, you know, your stock goes down if you did, you know, so that's what happens, unfortunately. And again, while a lot of people are, um, well, a lot of people are uh, celebrating, I'm, I'm going the opposite. I'm, I'm, I'm not happy about it, but I'm also not mad about it, you know, because at the end of the day, he created WWE. He's the reason why we watch wrestling, you know, a, a lot of us. He's for a lot of us, he's the reason why we watch wrestling. And you know, at the same time, you gotta give him his props. He created WWE, and who knows where the world of wrestling would be had he not uh, decided to um, envelop 
you know, all of the small territories to create WWE with his father. So, um, I don't know. We'll we'll see. You know. Well said. I uh, I know we've talked a lot of shit on Vince throughout the years about <laughs> you know how he's booked certain things and stuff that he's done behind the camera. But like you said, I mean, he's done a lot for us as wrestling fans. A lot of good, some bad, but. I wouldn't be a wrestling fan if it wasn't for Vince, if it wasn't for uh, everything that he's created. And we have to appreciate that. Everything, we have to appreciate his 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 wrestling mind, um, the, the creativity that he's had throughout the years. You know, recently his creativity throughout the past, I don't know what you want to say, decade maybe? Yeah, I'd say decade. It's kind of, he's kind of lost that. But you know that comes with age. Mm-hmm. You know he's it's uh, it's time for him to Move step on. away. Like you said, like I'm kind of indifferent about it. It's yeah. kind of a good and bad thing. Like I'm optimistic to see how things play out w- without him in control and full power. So yeah, I just can't hate on the guy completely. Yeah, no, I think uh, <clears throat> like you said, like I'm indifferent. Like it's. It is what it is. It's one of our good friends <laughs> used to say. Uh, it is what it is. And, um, uh, you know, uh, we're just going to watch and see how it all plays out. You know, at the end of the day, like you said, we were very critical of Vince about his booking over the last 10 years. And, you know, uh, that criticism was warranted because, you know, I feel it, it was stagnating. It was not good. And, you know. I feel like recently, with with Triple H in charge of creative, I feel like it's been a lot smoother. And I'm not even saying that Triple H's booking is better. I just think it's consistent. But I also think where I think where where Triple H is good in consistency, he lacks. Um, I would say he lacks. Uh, what's the word? I said it last week. Um, not shock, but like risk, you know, like it's been formulaic, you know, Gunther has a long title reign. Rollins is having a long title reign. Uh, 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 what's his face? Roman Reigns is having a long title reign. Um, well, Eel Sky right now is having a long title reign with her WWE title, women's title. Rhea Ripley's having a long title run. It's like, we get it, you know? All these people are having long title runs, and it's like, it's okay for them to lose, you know? <laughs> like, they don't all have to have long title runs. And actually, I forgot who said this, but it makes more sense now that I think about it. And it's like, if everybody else has long title runs, it makes Roman Reigns' long title reign seem a little bit less meaningful. Like, if everybody else is always losing their titles or, or titles are always changing hands, but Roman Reigns is the one who keeps his title reign going, that it makes that title reign special. But now, you know, we're talking about Gunther and his title reign. We're probably going to be talking about Seth and his title reign going into WrestleMania. And that's if he doesn't lose, you know, in the next couple months, whether it's by cash-in from Damian Priest or who knows. We don't know yet. And the more I think about it, the more I think, you know, uh, Triple H is a little afraid of taking risks, you know? I see where you're coming from. Um, uh, like, yeah, especially this time of year, WrestleMania season coming up, whoever is holding a title, they're not likely to lose it. 
anytime soon until yeah. WrestleMania. Um, but like you were just talking about these title reigns, like Gunther, EO, Seth. I, I get what you're saying. Like compared compared to Roman Reigns, they're not even close to that run. Like Gunther's has been pretty long. Was been like 500 something days over a year at least. Yeah. Like. I, I don't see him losing anytime soon. Not not until WrestleMania, at least. EO Skies has been only a couple months because she wanted a SummerSlam. Summer yeah, when she cashed in. Seth, I feel like this is the run that he should have had the very first time when he was with the Authority, and then his injury cut it short. And then also the run after that with the whole Fiend stuff. Right. Uh, so I feel like they're trying to give him this this opportunity with this specific character to have a lengthy run. And like, I don't know who else they would have put it on. Like the brand new title. Seth is a workhorse for the company. Probably other than Roman Reigns, like the, the top guy they have. So it made sense. But if they were going to cut it short, we both agreed it should have been drew to beat him at crown jewel. Yeah. But yeah, at this point, <clears throat> I don't think anybody's losing, losing their titles until mania. Like you don't just, have somebody drop a title at the Rumble and just a couple of months before WrestleMania. So I get what, I get what you're saying about that. Um, like it doesn't, I guess it doesn't really bother me as much. Like the one run that bothers me the most right now is Roman. Just <laughs> like we're, we're tired of the same shit with him. Like he defends a title, goes away for three months, defends it, goes away for another two or three months. Yeah. So uh, I mean, I think for me, it's just, uh, I don't know. I feel like it, what, what's missing right now, what's lacking in WWE right now is just risk. I feel like it's very formulaic. I think Triple H is a very formulaic kind of booker, which works right now. But uh, it also, you know, kind of doesn't work in his favor sometimes. You know, the, for, the formulaic aspect of it is what we're all kind of sick and tired of, you know, after, what is it, 1,500 days or whatever it is. With Roman as champ. Yeah, it's like 1,170-something at this point. Yeah. So it's like we're kind of all just wanting, I don't know, some something new. Something, you know, take a risk, you know? Like like when Edge cashed in on Cena, you know, at, Revo- at New Year's Revolution. You know, that was like, that was exciting. That was a risk. Just, you know, a couple of months before Mania. We'll see how this works. Hey, you fantasy book Damien cashing in at Survivor Series during War Games. It could happen. Could happen. You know, but like we'll we'll see what happens because I feel like it needs a little bit of that risk. It needs a little bit of that unpredictability, you know. And with even with the money in the bank, I feel like it's become very predictable, you know. And it hasn't been as uh, interesting as it used to be, you know. I remember when who who was I think when when Batista attacked Edge and then Punk cashed in. You know, and that was new. You know, and Punk hadn't been a world champion at that point, so it was like. It was something new for everybody. Uh, who else? Um, I'm trying to think, who else cashed in and was interesting? Dolph Ziggler, obviously. Mm. You know, I think I don't know. Just I want something. I want. I, I want something. I want something to shake me. I want something to be like, ooh, like you know. We'll see how this goes, and if it doesn't work, we'll go back. You know, see, Seth Rollins can win the world title back if it doesn't work out. You know. Who knows? And that could put that could put more sympathy on Seth. Like if the, if they want to keep him a babyface and not have people uh, like sour on him, like they've done 
the yeah. last couple of times that they've turned him. Like, they could have Damian cash in on a beaten down Seth mm-hmm. and then give Damian a chance. I, I do think that he will have a successful cash in. Maybe, like, uh, I do. I do think that. He's a big star and they could do a lot of good things with him. Yeah. So, Seth could drop the title before Mania, go into Mania, and just doesn't necessarily need to be in a title match, you know? Yeah. But, uh, like, if I were to book it, if you, you know, if you want to create more sympathy for Seth, have him face Drew. Drew has already turned and is working with the Judgment Day and have Judgment Day interfere in his uh, world title match. And you think Drew is going to win the title. And then just by just by barely, barely Seth Rollins, you know, beats Drew McIntyre. But the Judgment Day are, are already around the ring. And they keep attacking him. And Damian Priest, you know, they feed him to Damian Priest and he cashes in. You know, so even even if he wins the title match, he loses the, the cash-in. You know, he loses the match between Damian. So it's like, it's almost like the odds are just stacked up against him. You know, and... You you start building him back up. You start making him that sympathetic character. So when he wins it back, who knows? It depends on how long Damien's run is, whether it's a month, two months. You know, maybe Seth wins it back at Elimination Chamber. You know, see what happens. But, um, you know, just to, just to kind of, A, give Damien Priest a shot just to see how it works, you know, if if, if the crowd is reacting to it or not. And then also, you know, it adds a little bit more legacy to that world title. You know, now it's now it's just it's not just the world title that Seth Rollins holds, but it's the world title that has been held by Damian Priest and Seth Rollins. You know, you kind of want to add some more prestige onto it. You know, so maybe you want other people to win it too. You know, or Seth could go into Mania as champion and have Damian cash in, pull Seth Rollins cash in at Mania. Yeah. Full circle. Full circle. <laughs> well, not the same people involved, but yeah, but basically the same kind of principle. The yeah. idea of you know cashing in the, in the middle of a match, being part of a triple threat. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I could see that. It's been a while, you know, but like, that's the thing. Like it's been so long since somebody has held the money in the bank for a long period of time. You know. Yeah, so, I, w- I want the one thing that I know that you and I have talked about that they need to do at some point is to just have them hold it all the way up until like that very last like week or something. Yeah. Cash in. So like, the pressure's on. Yeah. You know, that's, it's one of those things, man. Like I they could do the story like, all right, you have, you know, you have three more weeks to hold this and cash in. Yeah. If not, then you're done. <laughs> we're, we're taking the contract. You're done. You're done. It's being voided. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean that'd be that'd be an exciting storyline too. Is if if it is up until the you know crunch, like like let's say that um, uh, let's say that the last day Damien can cash it in is on a Monday night, you know, and it's like all right, well you've got until the end of the show to cash it in, and so you have a clock, uh, you know, reminding people this is how much time Damien has left until that that contract is null and void. So it's like, oh, okay. He's got until the end of the show. He's got to cash in at some point tonight, and you can shock people with him either winning or losing. You know, but at, 
Who knows? We'll see. We'll see what happens. Whether or not he actually holds it all the way up until the end, or if he cashes in at WrestleMania pulling uh, Seth Rollins, or if he um, cashes it in at Survivor Series, or if there's a PLE between now and uh, and Rumble. I don't know, but uh, if there is one, usually, uh, who knows? We'll see. Yeah, I think it's just. I don't think there's going to be one in December. Not I think it's I just Rumble after Survivor Series. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, I don't know. I think um, I think right now WWE is a little too formulaic and it needs to take some risks, you know? Don't be afraid to pull will. that trigger. I think 2024 is going to be the year of risks. 2024? Yeah. The bidding war of 2024? <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, the it's the uh, the year where MJF stays with AEW. It's actually the year that he leaves AEW. Yeah, you know why? Because if he left AEW, AEW is done for. <laughs> exactly. How 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 much more can you ask? You know, for MJF, then then look, if I leave this company, you're done. You're done, I bet you right now he's already signed. I don't think so. Yeah, I think uh, he's holding out. He wants to. He wants to. He wants to get that WWE offer. He wants to contemplate, you know, especially if he's still AW champion come January. Mm-hmm. We'll see. He's, he ain't going nowhere. We'll see. Full gears in a couple weeks. We'll yeah. see. No, we won't be watching, but we won't be watching, <laughs> but we'll see. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I think. Uh, I mean, right now, I think both companies really need something. They need to do something. They kind of you know, engage the audience. Because right now, with AEW, you know, their live audience dwindling week to week and, you know, the, the, the views, the viewers can only take you so far before, you know, they start turning on you and, they, you know, they'll start to drop too, you know. I'm kind of surprised that they they did a uh, world title match on Raw, especially Sami Zayn versus Rollins. Yeah. Like, that's a WrestleMania match, in my opinion. I mean, uh, we we booked a. We were talking about it. I think last week on last week's show before Monday Night Raw, that we could see Sami Zayn versus Rollins for the world title. You know, and then they did it on Monday. I know. <laughs> I mean, I guess it could still happen, but like just a few months after they'd already did it on a Raw, like I, yeah. I, it doesn't really uh, do anything for me now. Right. Yeah. But. Um, especially because I think didn't didn't Rollins win with a roll up or something? Like yeah, it was, it was like a quick roll-up one. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, that's, I don't know, that that seemed, I guess, I guess in, in the grand scheme of things, it, it works so that it doesn't look like Seth Rollins outright, you know, defeated Seth, or defeated Sammy. It kind of gives the, it gives the impression that, oh, Seth, Seth Rollins had to kind of roll him up to beat him. He yeah. could, you know. Got so a Sammy, quick one. Got a quick one, but he didn't, he didn't definitively beat him. It wasn't like a one, two, three, like, he knocked him out. It was like. Just a quick roll up, you know. Yeah. Cut off surprise, but we'll see. We'll see what happens with um with with all of that. Now, maybe that's why they did a title match on Raw because they knew there wasn't going to be one at Survivor Series. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's why. But then I probably would have just waited a couple weeks. Yeah. Or another week, like maybe. the week before. Yeah, the week before or, or this week, you know, this upcoming week. Uh, but who knows? We'll 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 see what happens. We'll see how they uh. How they start to um, uh, build up towards Survivor Series and War Games because I think uh, as of right now we we know that there's going to be two War Games, the women's and the men's. 
we know that there's going to be a women's world title match. And I think that's it. So three matches total announced. Yeah. Well, not officially the women's war games match, but pretty much. Yeah, it's pretty much kind of, you know, they're kind of confirming it. And then... Because um, if you think about it, the War Games matches take quite a uh, bit of time. Yeah. So that that's like pff, almost two hours right there. Yeah. So realistically, maybe like three more matches need to be announced or three or two more matches need to be announced. Yeah. Um, or we just go back and watch last year's and see how many matches total <laughs> there were. Right. And then um, I think... Uh, I think under... No, I think Gunther versus uh, Miz for oh, the yeah, Continental yeah, yeah. title. I think it's going to be a one. So that's four. Yeah. And yeah, that's right, because they did announce that. Then depending on what happens between Rey Mysterio and uh, Santos Escobar and Logan Paul, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens with the U.S. title. Yeah. yeah. Won't. I don't know if they'll do anything with it at Survivor Series or not. Maybe not, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, let me see. Ah, wow. Well, guys, another short one. <laughs> Have an well, hour. Wait, hold on, real quick. While we're on the topic of Santos and Ray, yeah, did you? Because I felt like it was a little too soon for Santos to turn on Ray on SmackDown. I felt like maybe they should have milked it a little longer with the whole him leaving the brass knuckles on the ring uh, at Crown Jewel. Yeah, and then you know Carlito came out and put the blame on Santos, and they kind of just pulled the trigger like right, right then and there. Right then and there, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. I think um, this, yeah, this should have lingered a little bit. They should have played with it for like another week or two. Um, but at the same time, I feel like a lot of people have been like kind of like already like, I think this is the week Santos turns on Ray, and I feel like people have been waiting for it. So it's like it's not shocking, um, and it's kind of been expected. So I think people are just kind of like, all right, let's just get on with it. Let's do this. So uh, I don't know. I'm. I'm I'm kind of uh, indifferent about it, you know, either way. So I felt uh, like if they were going to just do it on that SmackDown after Crown Jewel, they should have just done it at Crown Jewel. Right, yeah. Because I thought he was just going to nail Mysterio with the brass knuckles right there. Yeah, that would have yeah. made, made sense. Yeah. You know, so who knows? Yeah. You know, I don't know what their thinking was, but they did it. And um, it is what it is. It is what it is. And, I mean, they've been teasing it. You know, they've been showing that Santos has been frustrated when – you know, uh, when he got it, when he was, when he got, you know, uh, injured, air quotes, because he wasn't injured for real, but the storyline, he was injured and couldn't compete for the U.S. title, things like that. So it's like they've been kind of building towards it. So I think right now it's just about, you know, just pulling the trigger and just, all right, let's do this. Let's, let's, let's make him a heel. And I think he works better as a heel anyways. So we'll see. Yeah. Plus then we still got... You know, whether or not who's going to stick with Santos and who's going to stick with Ray, you know, all of that. So, who knows? Yeah. You know? Sounds like Carlito's probably sticking with Ray. Yeah. Who else is part of the LWO? Um, I know Zelina and... Joaquin Wilde and Raul Mendoza. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, probably those two will stick with Santos. And then Zelina... She's a wild card. Who knows where she ends up? She could stick with the with the with Santos and the other guys, or she sticks with Ray. So I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. We will see. You know, <laughs> but I saw I saw a meme on Twitter. It's like uh, it's like uh, the way the way Ray Mysterio keeps getting betrayed by his best friend. You know, <laughs> he's like he's like it's like st- scientists should study this. 
Oh, yeah, I saw that. Because <laughs> it showed Eddie turning on him. It showed Batista turning on him. It showed Dominic turning on him. Chavo. Chavo. And now Santos. If you like, want to be a real asshole, just turn on Rey Mysterio. <laughs> That's how you do it, bro. <laughs> you you want to be a real heel? You turn on Rey. <laughs> so it's it's just a matter of time. It's just, it's always a matter of time whenever Rey, whenever Rey teams up with somebody. Well, who's who's going to turn when Rey's gone? Who's gonna Who's gonna be the one to be turned on? I don't know. Sami Zayn. <laughs> who knows? Yeah, could be. Because I feel like Sami's starting to become that like ultimate underdog good guy. Yeah, you know. Finally, finally the the character that I think he should have been a long time ago. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how that ends up going. Um, but I think I think I feel like this concludes this week's episode of Wrestling Overtime. Guys, make sure that you are subscribed, that you are leaving a comment. Give us a rating. Five stars. That's not asking for much, is it? It's not asking for much. If if you think we're doing a great job, five stars. If you think there's some things we could uh, work on, four stars. (laughs) Comment. Leave a... Tell us what we can work on. Yeah. Tell us, you know. If you want us to stop laughing as much, uh, that's impossible. We're too hilarious. That's just... That's like that's like asking God not to exist. Yeah, sorry like, guys, it's just uh, it's just the way of the podcast. It's like it's like asking water not to be wet. Guess what? We gonna be wet. <laughs> we're, we're called the Stooges for a reason. We're Stooges. That's what we do. We stooge. Um, that's, and that, that's why you tune in. That's why you tune in, guys. We're, we're we're not we're not here to be serious. We're here to stooge. We're here to make each other laugh, and we're here to make you laugh. Yeah, exactly. And and, and at the process, we're here to make uh, each other laugh. Yeah, you know, that's what we do. Laughter is the best medicine, they say. Exactly. You know, whenever you gotta oh, you're go. Cured. Th- yeah. Whenever whenever you gotta go through a, a a Dave Meltzer review or a Dave Meltzer podcast, listen to us. You know. Yeah. Can, can you I, won't even think about Dave Meltzer. No. Whenever you read some bullshit uh, article about uh, some false reports and rumors, listen to our podcast. You won't even think about that article anymore. <laughs> Whenever you need to uh, to to listen to us because uh, because uh, 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 your girlfriend broke up with you, fuck that slut. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Tim. <laughs> You'll never think about her again. Whenever, whenever your boss is being an asshole to you at work, listen to our podcast. Enjoy, enjoy our podcast. Enjoy our podcast. Um, a little housework before we get done here. Uh, this weekend, this upcoming weekend, uh, November nineteenth. Make sure you tune in for, uh, or not tune in. Uh, make sure you are buying your tickets for Glory Pro Wrestling at uh, South Broadway Athletic Club. Uh, get your tickets. Go to GloryProWrestling.com. We've got the rematch. We've been all been, we've all been waiting for Calvin Tankman uh, versus Camaro Jackson for the Glory Pro Championship, the Crown of Glory title. Um, you know, uh, more superstars. Uh, let me see. Let me let me go to the Glory Pro Twitter account so I can I can read off uh, exactly what's going on. Uh, this weekend, this upcoming weekend with uh, Glory Pro. Mm. Okay, so what do we got? We got Dan the Dad and Luigi Primo are in tag team action. Um, we've got what else do we got? I know we've announced more matches than that. Let me let me scroll through. Okay, we've got Shasa McKenzie versus Blair Onyx. 
We've got Xavier Walker taking on Mason St. Goods. Uh, the the title match that we obviously have uh, uh, the promoting. Um, and Kenny Alfonso versus Dak Draper. Uh, Sunday, November 19th, Glory Pro Wrestling, Must Be the Money, South Broadway Athletic Club. Doors open at 2 p.m. Bell time is 3 p.m. Tickets are starting at $20. Kids, $10. Remember, visit gloryprowrestling.com for tickets. And uh, make sure that when you're at the event, get your tickets for December 17th. December to remember, All Ego Ethan Page will be there for a charity uh, wrestling event for a charity edition of Glory Pro Wrestling. Um, and as always, we're always taping uh, episodes of Ascend, which you can watch every Thursday, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, um, on YouTube. Just go to youtube.com slash Wrestling, And uh, like I said, get your tickets for December to remember for December 17th at South Broadway Athletic Club. And then the final show of the year, the final show, which I hope Tim will be there, December 30th, Saturday, December 30th at Del Mar Hall. We've got, let me see. What's the name of the show? I I feel like they named the the show something. Uh, I know it has its own name. Let me me go looking through because I know they announced it. Fatal Encounter, December 30th, Saturday, December 30th at Delmore Hall. Glory Pro Wrestling presents Fatal Encounter. Mike Outlaw, Raheem De La Suede, Tootie Lynn, Camaro Jackson, Jake something, and the one, the only, Warhorse will be there. I like me some Warhorse. What's going to happen? What's going to happen when Warhorse shows up? And his fiery chariot won in revenge on Jake something for defeating him in a casket match. I don't know, but you'll have to tune in. You'll have to be there live at Delmore Hall. Uh, so, again, guys, visit GloriaProWrestling.com for all of your ticket needs. Uh, tell them that the Stooges sent you. Tell them that we sent you. You know, let them know that we're, we're, we're you know, let them know who sent you. Your boys. Let the them know Stooges. whose game it is. Let them know whose game it is. <laughs> you know, <laughs> let them know who sent you the Stooges. That's what we do. And as always, what do we say here on the pod, Tim? Stooges, Stooges out. out.